Welcome to Talking Retro Football. This is a podcast channel on YouTube. Me and my brother Steve have set up. I'm going to be talking about different topics from over the years, like Premier League, La Liga, World Cup, Euro moments. Something that we enjoy doing, talking about football, and hopefully we can give some good like videos out with the podcast. So moving on, how are you doing, bro? Uh, thank you, bro. Yeah. Not too bad. How do you feel about starting talking retro football up? Because I know you enjoyed the uh, episode one of the 33C podcast, didn't you? We on, that's all I say. Brilliant. First topic we're going to be starting on for episode one is classic Premier League moments. Obviously, both of us grew up watching our sides in Premier League football. I've had great moments with Bolton in the Prem. Obviously, you've seen City lift the Premier League title. So, oh, yes. But what people don't know is that you've watched, just like myself, seeing our team struggle throughout the years. It's not always been plain sailing. But what's it like seeing City lifting these trophies? I bet it's a buzz, isn't it? Well, it's a nice change, put it that way. Yeah, you've gone from King Codzer and Goat to De Bruyne and Aguero, haven't you? Oh, God, yeah. Plus, uh, we had Tony Colton, Keith Curl, Colin Henry. Yeah. Plays like that. Yeah. Back in the day, eh? Oh, yeah. So, the first topic for us, I think, is a good one. It's the classic Premier League moments because there's been loads over the years. The most obvious one is obviously to start with the first Premier League goal. Brian Dean scoring for Sheffield United against Manchester United. It's got to be one of the most iconic moments, hasn't it? Because it was the first goal registered in, yeah, surely. in the new competition, which was the Premier League. And uh, for me, bro, one, I remember this goalkeeper, Manchester United, Massimo, <laughs> Taibe. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, a shot went to bring it in between his arms and went through his legs. And he wasn't seen in a Manchester United shirt ever again, I don't think. Sarada's went on your bike. Plus, uh, plus it was happened to Tim Flowers as well, because the ball bounced over his oh, head. That, that was a definite bobble, though. Even Colin Moore was surprised when he scored that. We can let Flowers off for that one. Yeah, remember that, yeah. An iconic one that stands out for me is uh, Kevin Keegan's little rant. I love it if we beat them moment because uh, Sir Alex Ferguson oh, yeah. got in his head with that one and ended up with Lose United winning the league. Hmm. Oh, God, yeah, Well, uh, when you play some mind games, Ferguson always wins. Yeah, elite, isn't it, when it comes to mind games? But, yeah. Go on, it as with your moments here, bro. Oh, God. Well, the uh, uh, most iconic one for me is got to be Paolo Di Canio pushing him the uh, free, and it has to be Bobola, Steve, Mark Monument shouting at each other, mm-hmm. plus, like, the other get shoving the face. Yeah, it's weird with Di Canio because he had, he had mad moments and he had great moments because uh, 
another moment that stands out with me was when he caught the ball. I think it was the goalkeeper for Everton who'd suffered a knee injury. Instead of having a shot at the open net, he picked it up and won, ended up winning fair play. Well, didn't he? Oh, got a yes. That was Paul Gerard, that the goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, See, this out. is what I love about my bro as well. You bring out a topic on goalkeepers. He's your man. He goalkeeper, he's goalkeeper players like whether it's this day and age, old old era. He he is the man for it. Oh God, yeah. I'll just plus uh, another moment. First time goalkeeper, Jimmy Walker caught a ball, came down. Broke his leg, I think, didn't it? It's horrible, that, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't picked that. This moment, to be honest, bro. Aguero scoring the, the winner against QPR. I bet that was one that rings true in your mind, doesn't it? Oh, oh, could you? Because uh, Manchester United thought they had won a title. But it was only last. Because the game where we're like, are they telling you where I was like, we've won it. Oh my God. Yeah, absolute pandemonium in the Etihad there. I couldn't imagine how you felt with that one, to be honest. I bet bet it's like amazing, wasn't it? I I, I was like, shocked, amazing, overwhelmed, upsmacked, speechless. Because you thought you'd blown it initially, didn't you? Because you lost like a decent lead on him. And then it comes down to the last kick of the game and goal difference. Well, when they scored first, I was like, it's over <laughs> now. And like, then they the got second one. I was like, oh, God, they were playing that. And then it came back. I'm like, one, one square <laughs> Yeah. And talking about incredible moments, I think we have to throw in the Leicester side, don't we? Who oh, won yeah. the Premier League under Ranieri. I don't think, for me, a team will ever epitomise what they did. They didn't have the, the 30 million superstars. They had like, players like Jamie Vardy who was finding his way in the Premier League. Ariad Mahrez, Ingolo Kante. It's like, Wes Morgan at the back, Casper Schmeichel, like incredible side. Oh god, yeah. Uh, they were tipped to go down that year as well, weren't they? Yeah, I think they were favourites. I think it was five thousand to one to win the league, something daft like that. <laughs> right, bro. What? What's your favourite Bolton Prem moment? Oh, favourite Bolton Prem moment. I'm not sure to be honest. Uh, qualifying for Europe was what definitely up there. Can't explain because as a Bolton fan, too many aren't there. We don't. We never set our sights on Europe. It was mainly staying in the Premier League and just building on decent performances. <laughs> then all of a sudden, like we're up there all season and. It, and finish like six. Like, like, hang on a minute. What are we doing up here? <laughs> Quality. 
Yeah, I think as well as like three points off Champions League places that year as well, isn't it? It's madness. Yeah. Same year, I think Liverpool won the Champions League. Seventh finished fourth and had to go on qualifying rounds. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, was it not 2005? It was indeed when Liverpool went 3 0 down at our time and come back 3 0 and won it on penalties. Speaking of goalkeepers, um, when, what do you think of Jersey Dudek in that final? He was outstanding, wasn't he? Dudek, one of the bestest keepers they've ever had. Pre- definitely in Premier League history because uh, there's um, oh, yeah, Rain- yeah. was good for him in Premier League. And obviously, you've got Alisson now. Friedel was all right there. Better at Blackburn, on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, James. Again, probably James better Taylor. elsewhere, on it. Uh, it was so right. 21st time for the goal. David James. <laughs> and obviously, you can't, you cannot mention they've had the goal, goalkeepers, but then you've got to... Mignolet started off all right, then went down a We'll just skip carriers. And then there is... <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, uh, Johnny Stad think is, uh, you, uh, you just make one or two mistakes and like, uh, like everyone remembers it. Yeah, it's in it for goalkeepers. Yeah, so I was here. Shame for him. Here's one but, for you. I can put you on the spot here. Yeah. City in Premier League era, best goalkeeper and your least favourite goalkeeper. Oh, bestest goalkeeper, Edison. Edison. And your least favourite goalkeeper? Sergio Bravo. <laughs> you, could, you could go into a bit there, couldn't you? We're going to skip that because I know you're not a yeah, fan of Claudio Bravo, are you? Well, he this kind of click didn't prove, but it's a good shot Many mistakes. It just was a good cup keeper, Premier League keeper, though. Yeah. No. So for me, if I had to choose favourite, Paul keeper, my least favourite. Probably, obviously, it's too easy. Favourite goalkeepers, obviously, you'll see Oscar Lyon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, doubt. I don't I don't know about least favourite, because uh, I was so used to seeing Yossi, so it's a little bit difficult for me. So I'm not chickening out of any question or answering anything. I only ever saw Yossi okay. and Bogdan coming for the last three seasons. But I'm not going to okay. call him terrible, because uh, he only went downhill oh. when we went down, uh, Bogdan. Uh, but I don't know why they replaced you'll say that early. Because he still had it. When he when he left Bolton. How old was he? I'm not sure on his age, but he had a good couple of years in him because he went to West Ham for a few seasons. Yeah, and he could have kept him, shouldn't you? Yeah, it's, it's like everything. We've got to 
The way damn it with that and club legends just uh well, I said the managers got the weird habit because we did it with Kevin Davis and he could have had at least a couple of seasons out of him. But he ended oh, up going yeah. to Preston. But that was in Championship and we're talking about Premier League. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it moves us nicely into a topic we'll call classic teams and where they rank in terms of best. Obviously, I think Derby have got the unwanted record of being the worst team, 11 points. <laughs> so we don't need to speak much on that one. <laughs> no. So for me, the team that stands out is United's treble winning team. To not only win the Premier League and the FA Cup, which is outstanding in itself, you've, had, you've added something from Europe, which is the Champions League, which is one of the greatest trophies every European club wants to win that. And to do it in a treble, especially the team as well, was just stacked from Keeper, Shemichael, <laughs> Keane, Scholes, Nevels, Lewis goals and it's endless. And yeah. just the way they did it, silky football, that, some of the football you'd, you'd expect from your team to just play pass and move like your Barca's, your Arsenal's and stuff like that. But they also knew how to do the, the gritty work and didn't always have to look pretty reunited. No, no, exactly. Work hard, don't they? And like they get the results. It's like you're down 1-0 and then all of a sudden United go bang-bang 2-1. Did it against Bayern Munich. They didn't look a patch on anything in that game. And then two corners, two goals. Uh, he, ta- he taken the mick. We've had a all game. And then you, we lose to two set pieces. Any manager, whether it's Sunday League, Premier League, you'd be miffed if you if you lost by two corners. Trust me. Of course you would. <laughs> you've defended so well. You've played so well for 89 minutes and you switch off for the like last couple of minutes. You can't explain how miffed you'd be. So I've put there the debate forward for United's treble winning team. Who are you going to put in? Oh, God. Uh, it would have to be the... It would have to be Manchester City, 100 points. Great team. Uh, Sterling, De Bruyne, Aguero, Edison. Any, uh, company. No, it's just, it's just a, amazing, isn't it? The way you decided we'll run away with the Premier League, and for the oh, hundred points to be seen for the first time, we've been we've seen it in Spanish football, but for Pep to bring it over into the Premier League and do it with City was outstanding. What's your favourite moment of that season, like? Was it hitting the hundred point mark? Yeah. I bet I bet oh, you yeah. as a city fan to be the first person that does this like first seed. Obviously it'd been done in a championship before, but to actually see it done in a Premier it's like wow. Oh yeah, obviously and 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 uh let's go to Good gold as well, didn't you? Yeah, you've, you'd been doing that for a, 
a few seasons, I think, yeah, so that was nothing new, but to hit the 100 pound mark, it's, it's just incredible feat. Oh, oh gotcha. I'm just like, wow. So I'm going to throw another team in the mix here because we're going to have to rank these teams one to five, aren't we? I'm putting in the Arsenal Invincible team, me. Uh, 26 wins, 12 draws in a Premier League campaign. It's phenomenal. Just to see a side go unbeaten, we've seen an 100-point team, we've seen an unbeaten team. I know Arsenal did it way back in 03, 04, the likes of Warnery, Burkamp, Pires, Jumberg, Vieira, Ashley Cole. So, absolutely amazing. I think it was Lehman as well in goal from his quality keeper. Oh, and just bad. gelled so well. Like, normally, when you have a have so many good players, it's usually difficult to balance them. But Wenger was just at this like, way of not only balancing them, but making football look like an art, pass and move, oh, and oh, oh, yeah. ticky tack of football, making things look silly. So sometimes, it, especially with Armory in your side, it's easy enough to make teams look silly. Right, uh, right then. I am gonna put in Blackburn league title win. Yeah, nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. Go on, digress on that one if you can, bro. Who did they have in there? Shearer, Sutton, Flowers and Goal, Colin Henry. My right yeah, thinking yeah. Sherwood was in this as well. Sherwood? Oh, Tim Sherwood, yeah? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, Sherwood. Stuart Ripley. Dreamless Hall was left back as well, wasn't he? Dreamless Hall, yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. yeah there was just no one there expecting to win it. And uh, yeah. this one went down to final day of the season as well, didn't it? Yeah, went did. all the way, and they had to. Oh, yeah. uh, that's all. Like United got beat, and it happened. And they ended up lifting the Premier League trophy. Wow! So we've got yeah, four teams that. there, haven't we? I think if we're truthful to one another, uh, I think there's one team that we haven't mentioned that has to make the list, and I think that's the Leicester side that won the Premier League. Yes. I know we've missed out Liverpool's title-winning campaign last season, but it was phenomenal, don't get me wrong. And they probably will go down as one of the greatest sides in years to come, but because Leicester brought a team that should have, shouldn't really have been up there, looked, looked set to go down the season before but stayed up, and then to go and win a Premier League under Ranier, it's just something... I know we touched on it just earlier, but... For us as football fans, to the moment where you knew Leicester could do this in a, by winning a few more games, but absolutely everyone besides Spurs fans was willing Leicester on to do this. And when it happened, I think football just celebrated because it was like, wow, we needed this. We needed like this Leicester side to just put a bit of like belief back into football that an out, a team of an outside chance can actually do something. And they did it, they won it. Yeah, because there was a thousand to one to go. I'm not season now, wasn't it? Not a thousand to one. I think there was probably favourites. You give it, that's probably the least favourite. 
Very shit. Yeah. He, by the way, he's not a betting man. That's why he doesn't know his odds. <laughs> no, no, don't bet me. No. But yeah, there's, I think there's something like 500 to 1 to win the league. And I think, I won't guess at the odds, but I know there's one of the favourites to go down. But to go and turn your, turn your story around, <laughs> go and win the Premier League, it's absolutely outstanding. So we're ranking these teams one to five. We've got the United and 99, City of 100 points, Arsenal Invincibles, the Blackburn side, <clears> the <throat> Leicester, the title winning. This is going to be a good debate back and forth between us. We've got to agree on this. Well, I if think... We go, go number five and we'll work our way up. So I think that might be easier. Well, I'd say Blackburn number five. Yeah, I think I can give you that, Blackburn, because uh, as much as they won the Premier League, they did it in a way most teams do it these days, throw all, all your money at it. So I'm not saying this to our Blackburn fans because I'm a Bolton fan. I'm not saying that I won, but your achievement is phenomenal. But many a teams have just gone, right, I'll buy you, buy you, buy you, in the hope that you can, we can go and challenge, and you did. You went and won it, which is phenomenal. So... I agree with you there, number five. Uh, I'd say fourth place, Manchester City, 100 points. Do you think that's because uh, if you'd have gone that season unbeaten as a point, as a post 100 points, you think you'd have been higher up that list? Or if you'd have won a Champions League trophy with it? Yes. Still an yes, incredible feat, isn't it, though? He's doing well there, organising this list. I'm quite impressed. It's usually most <laughs> usually arguing by now. I'm not used to this. Got so for me, I'll put. It's going to sound weird because I've just banged on about how good the achievement was, but I'm going to throw Leicester in at number three. Yeah, I think with the two teams we've got left, uh, you've got a team that's gone and beaten, and you've got a team that won a treble. As good as the yeah. achievement was, I think the two teams that we've got left here in this list. Uh, for me, slightly more better. And I'm not going to say credible because every achievement is on this list is amazing, incredible. But to go a season unbeaten is phenomenal, and then to win a treble side is is rare in football. And when you do it, it deserves to be talked about and get the props it deserves. Totally, yeah. So. So who would you pick? Oh, yeah, we who would you say? Uh, I would say to be honest, Arsenal because even though they went on beaten, nobody can win that Champions League and just like quick goals like that. And yeah, I think. One thing you did touch touch on there is like the achievement is phenomenal, like unbeaten oh, yeah. Premier League season. Like you know, I know that. It put it was it's going to be one of them achievements where if you do break it, then fair play. But if it doesn't get broken, then you you fully understand because it's like one of one of excuse me, not, get me words. I'm one in them in a lifetime opportunities where you see a team go unbeaten. Hopefully, I can edit that bit out. If it's not, if it's still in the video, have a good laugh. <laughs> I don't, don't worry about it. But 
Yeah. So, uh, number one. Top 10 moment has to be Manchester United 1999 scene. Yeah, treble winning team. Getting the Premier League is one thing, but when you can add a Champions League and an FA Cup to it, it's incredible, isn't it? And I think one thing that we've not mentioned there is uh, if you can bring stuff like that into your football club, like Champions League, like Fergie did, I know Liverpool are good at this, like under Jurgen Klopp, challenging for literally every trophy they go in. I know sometimes they have a rocky patch, no, they are doing but Fergie always maintained that their team was always in the running. For whatever competition it went, it didn't take anything lightly, and I think that's why United teams were always so great at essentially pissing pissing other people off. <laughs> yeah, but that leads us nicely into a topic I think you could take the lead on it. It's classic kits. Premier League kits. Oh God, Premier League 90s kits for me, they were the best. Because they just just have all these colourful, bright kits, didn't you? Yeah. Chelsea's court kit, then Shabbat's Everton's Danke kit, Forest's Labatt's kit. Colourful, it was just a great time for the kits. Yeah, 100%. And talk us through which one stood out to you. Because uh, mm-hmm. you grew up in this era, didn't you? Where you saw these like colourful, designful kits. Well, uh, my favourite um, had to be the Chelsea orchid yellow one, black pattern. Yeah, they had a few back then, didn't they? They had a grey and orange one. And they had like, this like yellow with like gradients of blue in it. No, yeah, not like a blue upper and then a faded out. Mm-hmm. Yes, World United kids. If you had to pick up, back, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that, aren't they? Slowly, with uh, some of the designs they're bringing back. Yeah, pick a city kit that stands out for you, like it can be pre 2000s, this era. Like, what springs to mind? Well, if I had to pick one, it would have to be the fruit salad kit. What I mean to remind you about that, (laughs) but it's not the best kit, but it's not the worst one. (laughs) Too bad. Uh, you can help me out with this one. When you had the Kappa and you had, I think, the sponsor oh, was yeah. there, wasn't it? What what year was that? that? Was 2002, maybe 2003. If I'm correct, uh, I, think anyway. I could be wrong. I know this, this wasn't Premier League, by the way, but the kid that's been to mind is the one... You beat, I'm sure it was Gillingham because I can remember Nicky Weaver's celebration when he oh, ran. God, yeah, I, Those kids that. were quite nice. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Sponsored by Brother as well, wasn't it? Yeah. 
iconic that one that's sponsorship as well that's another one as well when you look at teams and you look at kits you always put a put a sponsor to a team don't you like Sharp United O2 and JVC was Arsenal yeah. oh yeah yeah like you just mentioned I think it was Cause and Chelsea that went back obviously Samsung had a good period with us as well but Carlsberg Samsung, Liverpool yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. What what is your favorite Premier League kit? Favorite Premier League. Kind of? I know they use this one. Nine one to ninety three song. I'm definitely putting it up here. It's Arsenal's Bruce Banana one. Uh, yeah. That pattern was just amazing. Then with the blue blue Adidas stripes and the JVC logo in red. Just something that. Was minute and seen it. Ian Wright banging the goals, like, yeah, it's just pretty brilliant. And another one that stands out for me is uh, Manchester City's 2009 10 shirt, white umbro one with like red and but I think it was, was it burgundy yeah, yeah. and blue stripe? Something like that, yeah, it's either blue or black, it's one of the two. And obviously, I'd like the little that he had airways in the corner as opposed to right across the shirt, yeah, she did, yes. So, if you had to pick a modern day kit, which like sp- springs to mind is your favourite? What are you going for? Modern day kit. It would have to be Chelsea's kit. This season? Yeah. Nice. I can I can definitely know which one you're on about here because it's colourful, isn't it? The red and blue one. Yeah. I know my brother too well. You see that. Because it, if it's got colour in it, it's all it is stuck in your mind, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. For me, kit yeah, of the yeah, season, yeah. what would I pick out? Oh, it's a good question. Quite like Liverpool's third one, it's like, it's like black, like checkered design and like red light. Uh, what do you call them? T- I'll say tints on them, but it's like red light pattern on it. I think that's quite nice. It's horrible, isn't it, when you can't think of your words? <laughs> Tell me about it. So, moves on nicely, because we've got best goals to discuss here. I think the top three is going to be good, isn't it? We like talking yeah. about goals, don't we? Of course. Yeah. So, number three for me, has to be Beckham versus Wimbledon 96-97 seeing Sullivan off his line oh, it's just amazing something that you wish you could do yourself but he just did it inch perfect had he missed it he probably got a sub but we were talking about one of the best goals in Premier League history now because of it yeah about you number three uh, my goal the Polymore made his Bradford debut against, against Leeds United and this is overhead volley goal that was wow for me. Yeah, can't beat an overhead And for those who are wondering, we'll put a link to these goals in the description below because it'd be good to show you what goals are on about. Number two yeah. for me has to be Yeboah versus Liverpool. Uh, the volley's equal score was unbelievable. 
And it wasn't just on one volley. He did them on countless occasions, but this one against Liverpool just stood out for me. Top bins off the bar. I said, oh, it's just rude. Uh, my second goal it was be Rooney's goal against Arsenal. I think everyone knows what you're going to say. A uh, 16-year-old Wayne Rooney bursts onto the scene, picks the ball up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember the name, Wayne Rooney. And then puts it top bins, done against Seaman. Yes. Number one for me, I think. It was out of two goals, but this one's edged it. Was Burkamp versus Newcastle? I think the touch to spin the ball around, so you could go one way, ball went the other, to slide in bottom corner. Defenders still having nightmares. <laughs> uh, my one, it would be that Shearer Newcastle goal versus I'm just not sure. Who it was against or but he came back to him and he just belted it in it. Was it are you on about the volley? Yeah. Yeah, it's heaven. Yeah, I know what it's wrong you mean. Yeah. That was a great goal for me. I think obviously we'll have our honourable mentions here because Wilsh's goal against Norwich was really good. The passing move and then he slid it nice into the bottom corner. You got Jeru Scorpion kick. Rooney's over against Man City. Any any goals for you that getting the honourable mentions? Um, that free kick KVB did him just, just like pass it, didn't it? Yeah, there's not a few like that. Wall jumped and just went, okay. Yeah, that was against Cardiff City, that one. Wall jumped and he slotted it underneath. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a goal though, wasn't it? Yeah, another free kick, which obviously everyone knows, is the Ronaldo against Portsmouth, don't they? When oh, knuckle, yeah. knuckle balls it, and it goes top corner, David James is like, I'm supposed to save that one. <laughs> no chances, like. So, we talked about goals there. Obviously, that was a bit brief, because when you're doing a top three, it is. It brings us nicely into our favourite Premier League player of all time. And I'll let you take us away. My favourite Premier League player of all time has got to be Shearer. Just, just because his football skills on his pitch is like leadership skills, just passing. And it's just in all around great top player for me. Yeah, he led by example on the on and off the pitch, didn't he, Shearer? Yeah. For me, I'd go with Paul Scholes. Uh, someone who was able to control <laughs> the game. Long distance passing was amazing. Short distance. Could, was always two steps ahead. <laughs> Scored some great goals, volleys. Most importantly, he was pivotal to that United midfield, the way he, he could also do the box-to-box, but just the way... He could start the attacks and make United go further forward, which was brilliant. And couldn't tackle, but we can let him off for that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I would have also said Beckham if I could have had to, because obviously he was someone I used to watch growing up, idolised, and definitely someone I tried to put my own game on, crossing in and stuff like that. Brings us nicely. We spoke about favourite players into a little section what I'm going to call best in positions that got goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders and forwards. As opposed to doing like an all-time 11, we can just pick like one in each category. Just have a little bit of a discussion about them. Yeah. So if you want, I'll let you lead on goalkeepers because I know this is like your area. My favourite one has to be Peter Cech. Because uh, for me, he's one of Chelsea's best goalkeepers for me. Yeah. Because he's made... Wow, loads of cracking saves, on it? Yeah, I should give you that one, but my choice is going to be Peter Schmeichel, one hell of a goalkeeper for Manchester United during the 90s period, won countless trophies. I don't know where our Stevens going here, but <laughs> won countless <laughs> trophies with United. Is also the ability to read the game like know when to come out know when to stand big like, on the move to make the saves like, some of the saves he pulled off was just outrageous like many of forwards think they've scored and then all of a sudden here comes this hand and knocks the ball away it's phenomenal which leads us nicely into favourite defender oh company yeah it was coming that one it yeah Companies, oh, captain, fantastic, simple as is, no words. So. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, nice short description there, but I know how much company means to you as a City fan because uh, oh, yeah. it epitomises what the club's about, doesn't it? Like, it gives absolutely everything, even when he struggled with his injuries, like when he did play. That goal against Leicester just stood out as well from like 30 odd yards. Because he was told, don't shoot. Yeah. Don't shoot. And he just went, on the top corner. Yeah. For me, my favourite defender. That's a bit (laughs) real. I think the quality he produced, like week in, week out. Not just for United, but he did it before that like, with Leeds and West Ham, which made him such a great defender. Like if you can do it for I'm not gonna sound disrespectful, but when you come and see United side, the expectations are already there. But with all clubs, it might not be as hard hitting as it is at a team that's winning week in, week out, trophies there, trophies there. But to come in and just make yourself feel at home. And then when Vidic come along and they got that partnership, like he was unstoppable for three years, and I think that's what makes him such a great defender. Yeah. Are you leading us on midfielders? Oh, uh, for me, it has to be Beckham. Beckham, great choice. Yeah, very stable. Because it is passing, his three kicks are outstanding, stuff like that. No, I can give you that one. For me, midfield, it's a difficult one. 
So obviously you got the likes of Skull Shadow, Vampire, they are phenomenal in their own right. Uh, for me, I know Skulls is my favourite like Premier League player, but I'm going to put Gerard in this one as one of my favourite midfielders. It's what Liverpool meant to him. You could see that. Like, and that made him up, up his game. And then when he got the captain's armband, he just went to a new level, scoring goals, creating them. He, he would play absolutely anywhere. It didn't matter if you put him in net, you give everything for Liverpool. Like, just what the club meant to him. And that shown that he won trophies. Like, he won them that Champions League trophy in 2005. Dragged that team all the way. And he deserves as much credit as he gets because it just shows you the class that he brought to the midfield. So, what are we up to next? Striker, do you want me to lead or do you want me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, then yeah, this is a tough one because there's a there's a bloody good few here. But I think there's only one strike that you can put in here. Goes by now, Valenciaga, Premier League yeah. all-time top goal scorer. What I did for Southampton, Blackburn, and Newcastle was amazing. Lifting the lifting the league with Blackburn in '95, then going to Newcastle from their all-time top goal scorer. And the goals he scored on the pitch weren't all just happens. Might have had a boring celebration, but that was Shearer. That's what we grew to love him. Had the one hand out in front. But he epitomised what a great striker should be, getting in the right areas at the right times. Great penalty taker, could take free kicks and even scored some amazing goals from outside the box, like on the volley, just like. But all in all, this game was what every striker wanted to be. And I think, yeah, I don't made so many people look up to him. And that's testament to him, though. My one Tim, was old enough to be on play for me, Sergio Aguero. Oh, John Aguero. Uh, all time, Manchester City goal scorer. Uh, signed him. In like 2011, 2012, he just flew away. Just fantastic. And I'm going to put you on the spot here, and you can do the same with me shortly. Favourite manager of all time, Premier League? Ferguson. I I think I'd agree with you there. Trophy's dominance. He's also the ability to play mind games. I think everyone loves that. <laughs> yeah. Except the managers who was doing it on. He used to rattle the beat as something silly, which was amazing. But I think that I think we've come to the end there, bro. And I've really enjoyed this discussion about classic Premier League. I think I think we're on to something good here. Of course we are though, yeah. Because football now is great, but you know, retro. Football brings back feelings and stuff like that, and it memories. Yeah, so this is the end of episode one of talk, re- Talking Retro Football. Thank you for stopping along with us, and we hope you enjoy. We'll see you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.